Hello, everyone. This is Ari with Sapphire 39 for Backdoor Convos, and we're joined by the beautifully legendary Lexi Bell. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> nice to have you. Thank you. Welcome. So um, has it been a while since you've been here in New York? Yeah, um, about two years, you know. Two years. It feels like a long time because I feel like I'm here like every four months. Okay. So, so two years is a long time. Two years is a long time. So that was definitely pre um apocalyptic yeah. <laughs> situations in the world <laughs> yeah yeah okay so were you here for work or were you just hanging out uh i was out here i was in jersey for a convention and okay. then me and my girlfriend uh came into the city and just had a blast had like a we blast. were always here for work and mm -hmm. work associated stuff so we just decided to go full-on tourist and tourist you know, mode ate everything took pictures in times square yes. went on the helicopter like did the whole thing even though we've been here a million times so we just like it's like a, the whole tourist route it's like a new time every single time you visit yeah. right? and then the it's world ended people. and it was like my last trip <laughs> that was your last trip in general yeah like oh, for myself yeah. oh for yourself okay yeah. awesome so how does it feel to be back it feels really good i love this city you love every this city. time i come back here i'm like i can live here i, I can totally, live here i totally live here but I couldn't at the same time. Like I, right, I like busy. all my animals. I like my big truck. So animals. None of that fits in here. <laughs> and truck. Yeah. Do you drive a Jeep or? I drive a. It's a, a GMC, a big ass truck. Nice, a pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Nice. I do a Jeep. I have a huge, super lifted, yes, crazy Jeep. I'm I all love about that. that. You've got animals. I How do. many of those? I have six animals. Six. What are they? Cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. I have four. And I hope to have more. More, <laughs> yes, more animals. Can't yeah. have more than those. Can't have enough. <laughs> so, all right, cool. So, um, <laughs> since you come here, um, you usually like to come here. Mm -hmm. So, before the two years, were you here often? Yes. Okay, cool. So, you like to do that. You like to um, uh, time out because <laughs> I lost my train of thought. My stupid phone was like about to turn off. So, I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so that one's that. Okay. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> okay, so I know a lot of your job is interacting with people. Like you just said, you were here for a New Jersey convention or mm -hmm. an event. And um, so how, how is that? Like, do you have, um, I guess, awkward situations often with, like, your fans? Or do you have, like, a structured always. situation? Always. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's always awkward. But I, I have the best time... Um, Doing the in-person, like, meetups, like, conventions and okay. appearances and stuff like that. Like, meeting fans is, it's pretty fun. Like, you you meet a lot of people and you're like, I would be friends with you in real life. Like, nice. we're so similar. We have a lot of That's things good. in common. And, and it's always, like, the fans I, my particular fans, like, they, they, um, they're on like the, my same level. So it's like when they approach me, it's never about like sex stuff or okay. porn stuff. It's always like we're into the same bands. We like the nice. same wrestlers or we like to do the same. We have the same hobbies and stuff. So it's like it's things like that that makes me feel like more connected to them. Like like you're we lucky. can totally hang out awesome. outside of this, you know, space. Okay. And so it's like you're just like the yeah. the popping person that they come to go see. You yeah. Know? And, and it makes like, me feel like they're seeing me for like me, for who mm -hmm. I am and not just what I do. That's awesome. And they appreciate like my hobbies and stuff and they They know so yeah, much about you. Relate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So have you ever been identified outside, like just random situations where they're like, I think I know you. Yes. And what is it that they notice first? Um, if, if they even say anything or if you even catch them or notice it's them. it's always i mean it's always my face it's not like uh anything, a tattoo but or anything no um 
I got, ugh, this was funny. Yesterday I got recognized at the airport okay. and, you know, I'm in the mask, got my hoodie on and all that <sighs> stuff, rolling my luggage. This guy comes running up to me and he's like, oh my God, can I get a picture? And I, I recently dyed my hair dark. I'm usually blonde. Wow. So yes. my first response was like, wow, I'm glad you recognized me. And, he, and his immediate response was, I noticed you from the back. And I was like, well, that's a first. Cause I, and like, I immediately was like, from I really wish my friend Alexis Texas was here right now to like witness Alexis this. Because she's known from the back yes. and re very recognizable four blocks down, like from the backside. Right. So from, for me to hear that, I was like super flattered. Really? I was like, oh, this backside? Like you recognize this and my black pants? Like this is crazy. Um, so it was very flattering, but yes. it caught me off guard. I was like, that's a first. That is. Um, but then you get like, you get some creepy ass ones, like, like another pant story, I guess. Like I was at a dog park with my sister and this guy comes out to me and he goes, I'm a huge fan. Da, da, da. And his wow. first question was, what size pants do you wear? And I was like, I've seen this Let's horror movie pants, before. Like, <laughs> so, like, and I got so creeped out. I was like, that is not a question. Like, that's not cool. Ask. It's like, and then no. I was like, two. <laughs> P.O. Box. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it's a lot of weird encounters, but most of the time I'm recognized at like shows and. So it's like your like show venues or whatever like that. So it's it's people that we're both there to see the same band. So they relate to me on that level and awesome. they recognize me for that. And they don't like call me out like right away to like everyone. I'm like, oh my God, That's you're respectful. a porn star or whatever. They're just like, oh, I know who you are. We're like the same Great band. fan. Yeah. <laughs> so name drop a few bands just in case some of the viewers don't know. Um. Well, they all know, I guess. But oh. my... Uh, Top, it's, that is the hardest question of my life. Uh, the last one you listen to? Um, me Without You. That's the band's name? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Okay. You won't like it. I'm just going to take a guess. You won't like Where it. Where are they from? Are they US-based? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. I, like, I like to listen to a lot of hardcore um, music. I'm, I grew up in like kind of very punky and stuff so me okay. getting into the adult industry mm. I had I went from like having a mohawk to being like a blonde wow. girl next door and like I was Christy like Mack. such a fucking poser yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like my whole porn career was very very poser I was trying to be girly and trying like, to figure yourself out I think yeah, yeah I was totally was figuring myself out but then like again my car and just fucking rage you know <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I get it so where where are you where did you grow up I'm from Louisiana. Okay. Um, I grew up for the most part in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, and then I left LA, and that was probably the best decision I've ever made. Mm, and then don't I went blame to Chicago. Okay. And uh, it was a good decision, but then I left Chicago, mm. and now I'm living in Colorado, and I'm okay. pretty sure I'm going to be staying in Colorado. You've got the space there. You've yeah. got the, all the space for all the animals. Lots the of trucking. elbow room. Lots of weed, yes, lots, lots of animals, of weed, animals. And I love my snowboarding. Everything okay. is there that okay. I need, and like, but less people. Um, so it's it's been really refreshing, it and it's been a good reset. And I'm very very happy to be there. Like oh I love LA, but fuck, is it suffocating? Like it is, <laughs> LA, definitely. Yeah, it's like you don't have your own personal anything there. No. I feel like it's the same here in New York too, but we do have just like in LA. I guess you have like the the suburbs that you can move to and yeah. all that. But then still, you might still want to end up in the city. So yeah, Colorado's better. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Sounds good. So you did mention um, your whole transitioning period is looking at finding different looks mm -hmm. when you started out. So how how was that? How did you even start? 
How did I start? In the <clears throat> industry, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I was 18. Okay. Um, I was working at a Hollywood Video. Remember those stores? Hollywood <laughs> like Video. It was like the, the competitor to Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking sucked at my job because I don't watch <laughs> movies and I don't know any actors at all. Wow. Uh, so I sucked ass at it. Um, and I just got, I kept getting approached get by what is now known as a suitcase pimp. So he just Ooh. kept being like, I want to get you in the industry. You look really young. Da, 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 da. So I fell for that, got into the industry. And I was such like a shy, close-minded girl that just never experienced anything. I just lost my virginity. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do porn. They're and like, Jackpot. it just really like plummeted me into like this world of like everyone wanted me like in a, an accepting kind of like way like they're like we feeling. would love to shoot you and stuff and coming from high school and then straight to porn where in high school I was not a popular girl I was not like I didn't have a big friend pool or anything like that and no one really wanted to hang out with me to then go into the industry and everyone's like I want to hang out with you I want to uh. shoot you I want to you know be around you and stuff so it just it was like a whirlwind for me like right off the bat and being 18 in LA in the porn industry, like you, you had to catch on quick. Like you had to learn who so you are quick in, in and like, and stand your ground and not be swallowed by the industry or LA or any of that stuff. And it just kind of started. And I was with this, um, agent for <laughs> uh, like, uh, I would say four to six months. And then I discovered that there's real, real people behind this industry, like real agencies and stuff like that. So I transferred over and the moment I transferred over to a real agency, that was when my whole life kind of like changed and like everything, like I was like in a very chaotic industry, but my life was very grounded mm -hmm. and it was, it was really, it was a, it was a crazy experience to be so young and to be thrown into like the, the wolf wolves. den. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, and, but then handle it and you stood your ground. Yeah. And, and you I were really smart with it true then. true to myself. Yeah, and that was, that's very, like, important, too, because I feel like a lot of different people don't have that mentality. They're just like, take me wherever, let's go, yeah. you know, and they're not really, and that's when you end up losing yourself. So that's really good. And um, so did everyone know immediately when you just joined into the industry, like all your high school friends and oh, yeah. people that knew you? You just immediately, like, hey, I'm doing... Yeah, like all the boys that I was swooning over in high Ooh. school that didn't know existed and now they're like oh yeah i knew her i'm like no you fucking did it like don't lie Lies. <laughs> yeah. so you get a lot of that but that was you know so fucking long ago but yeah uh yeah right right, right when i first started people came out of the woodwork and i just you know of course the groupies side-eyeing them you're like, yeah nah, you didn't like you weren't me there yeah you didn't sit at my lunch table so exactly back up access denied exactly <laughs> okay so that's good to know so <laughs> Have you taken any big breaks that are memorable to you from the industry? I know COVID and everything like that, or maybe we should use a code word, uh, <laughs> apoc the, the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, I've taken, I've taken a, I'd probably taken a handful of breaks. Um, it's good for your mental health just to kind of, you know, put it to the side. No, it's still there, but yes. take time for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Pre-social media days, like uh, this is, you know, when I was first started, it was only my space um, right. sort of thing. So you weren't as consumed by everything going around you like as you are these days. But mm -hmm. I would take my breaks and some time for myself. And at that that point in my life would be like, you know, two or three weeks of a break would be enough of a reset for me to like right. go back in and, and do what I needed to do. But I, um, I, I guess like, I, I don't know if I don't, 
I don't like to say I've retired because I don't ever, I'm not, I don't want to like leave. So right. I'm not being like, I'm retired. I'm done with you guys. Like sort of thing. But I've, <laughs> thanks for everything. Goodbye. I've technically stopped shooting, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. a while ago, uh, shooting actual films. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. I, maybe it was like 2016 and then I came back out from my retirement or whatever mm -hmm. for a handful of scenes okay. and then boom the pandemic hit and Eesh. it just kind of put everything on hold again but freeze frame yeah <laughs> it's uh it's been an experience I it's the whole pandemic like just changed my whole perspective on life. Like every weekend I was on the road and I was on set, you know, seven days a week, 18 hour days, like long ass times and stuff like that. And and then going to the pandemic, like you're just like, okay, like we're going on week three of like staring Chilling. at the same wall and I'm not going anywhere and things right. are the, repeatedly the same. And um, after I got off over that hump of like being just stationary. being stir crazy and yeah. impatient, like I really settled into... Like, oh, I can have hobbies now and I can have like friends and I can like travel and for you like myself. Music and all yeah. kinds of different artistic things. So that was the perfect time for you to just get into all these different things, right? Yeah. So do you want to share with like us like what you actually did <laughs> as far as being creative during that time? Um, well, I have I started gardening. Well, I oh. first started with scroll watching. That scroll. was like the beginning of the You were really pandemic. staring at walls, huh? I was going crazy. <laughs> Started squirrel watching, then yes. I've transitioned to bird watching. Bird I live watching. in Colorado, so there's fucking animals everywhere, yes. right? And uh, I have like an acre of a backyard, so I get my free. I get by a bird watching book, so I'm like looking at the bird, flipping through the pages, figuring out which one that is, <laughs> noting it, saw it, move on, you know. Move <laughs> on. So after that, <laughs> I started gardening. Um, started uh woodworking like all kinds of stuff i love wow. love doing my little woodwork projects um a lot of things like that i cook all the time like okay. almost every single meal i cook and so it's really settled into like that home life thing you know okay so what's your favorite dish to cook like your go-to uh, let's see um I, I know I go through phases so it's like I'll make a lasagna and then for the rest mm. of the month we're having lasagna like a million different ways a long phase and then I'll like and <laughs> Mexican is like where my heart is at okay. all times so I'll get into Mexican and then for the next month we're eating, we're eating Mexican. Mexican yeah all different kinds of Mexican yeah so I get into like I get through my phases like that um <laughs> But I would say any any Mexican dish is my favorite. It's okay. just like I'm, my part of like missing LA so much. Oh like yeah, I love my Mexican food. Just bring it home. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So did you get into you know all the craze of OnlyFans? Yes. And how is that going for you? It's been great. I've been a part of OnlyFans I think since like 2016, okay. and um, the pandemic was just like. Uh, you know, like, here you go. Here's the biggest Here's the thing backup. that's going on right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I got on board. I was like, yeah, I'll I'll cook and be on OnlyFans. You post cooking videos and all that? Uh, I try to. I do like, you know, I play with it. I, I don't want to like, you know, I try to keep my kitchen sanitized. So it's like, I don't want to cross <laughs> oh, those <laughs> kinds of video. Oh, OK. <laughs> what you think? Because they post all different kinds of content. I'm oh, like, okay, sure. you're going to switch it up and just do like a no, I'm like, Betty Crocker this scene. cucumber, <laughs> you know, peeling it. She's like cooking, it. but you know. 
you know. She's cooking, but also, you know, making other things happen. Yeah, so. exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> no cross-contamination, though. No cross-contamination. <laughs> That's awesome. So how are your fans reacting to that? Uh, I think it's been good. I've... I love it. Like, I, I have now all the time in the world to just be constantly available for them on OnlyFans. So and think the, of different content. Yeah, like, just chatting and interacting, but just, like, on a daily basis with some of the regulars, you know? Like, yeah. And it's it's really cool, because you, you, during this pandemic, you feel so far removed from everyone, because, you, like, you know, you need to be isolated and right. kind of keep to yourself and everything, but... Then you're like, you have this whole pool of people that you're constantly talking to. And it's not like Twitter. It's not like Instagram. It's like, you these are cool your people. And you could just, they're always available, just like how I became always available to them. And yeah. it was really cool. Okay. So what can you say about its pros and cons? Like, what do you miss? from? Are you, you're not completely yet into the, back into actually on-set filming. No, I don't think I'll okay. ever go back to Okay. Honest. So what's your, your backup with that then, since you're not thinking about doing that? I have Sticking some on only plans, fans. Okay. but they're not like adult related at okay. all. But um, pretty much everything that I'm doing now, uh, there's an end goal, you know, and it's I'm getting older. There's going to be a point in my life where you don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, for, for whatever reason. So you need to have a backup plan. Right. And uh, my backup plan has nothing to do with using my body and mm -hmm. my my awesome, awesome. personality <laughs> to, your beautiful face and to, charm yeah and to engage and stuff and and i want to like i want to dedicate my time i'm trying to start a hobby farm like a rehab okay. farm so i i want to work with animals i want to get like That's dirty awesome. and get to work and yes. like do do some good and not just be focused on myself and my hair and like my outfits or whatever i just right. want to like work on animals and okay. focus on that kind of thing so that's like my end goal it's yeah. it's approaching but i'm not like trying to like leave anytime soon right. just so taking it it's there the it'll be there okay. um, and i'm sure your fans yeah are gonna follow you i hope wherever so. you go <laughs> <laughs> no they definitely will i'm pretty sure based on how you're speaking about them that's that sounds like an awesome fan base yeah i would want some like that <clears throat> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> how long are your days when you're shooting? Like, um, versus like you're only 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 is it? Ugh, time out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, how long are your days when you're shooting um, on film compared to like your? How only long fans? are the days? Yeah, like there. Um, there were so back when I was on set, like every fucking day those are it was um feature days is what they call it okay. so it's like full-on movies or like parody movies remember, like yeah. i don't know if you remember that like when everyone was doing a fucking parody of yeah. everything star wars <laughs> yes. or batman or whatever so mm -hmm. i i was a blonde i any freaking blonde character i was that girl i played her like okay. every time so i was constantly on set for feature parodies and movies and those were some long ass days like long long like 18 hour days wow. sometimes even longer where you're like i need to like go home <laughs> and like let the dog out and i need to drive home safely this like i've been here way too long that's to, insane yeah so i do not miss those days right. at all i do miss being on set and with all those people like that it was the best time ever but then you get to a point where you're just like this is it's fucking porn why are we here so long like why is, is this really out. necessary is out. acting really what we're here for no like wow 
So it just that was like a huge phase. I would say it's like um like 2010 to like 14, like was like with the that huge parody phase. Um, wow. And then, but my my favorite when I first started in 05 was Gonzo porn. Just like there's a camera, there's a hard dick. You two go at it. We'll shoot it, and that's it. And th- that was the best. We'll Those were the it. best days because, like, it's just raw chemistry. You get to be yourself. You don't have to wear the stupid fucking outfit or wig. Yeah, <laughs> and act like you're from the 80s or something. Like, I hated all that. Oh so Gonzo is where it's at. And I think that's it's made a huge comeback as well okay. um, where it's just, like, you, him, like, go at it, and we'll we'll document it, and that is porn, and it's that's the best kind of porn. Yes, it's just raw and uncut, mm-hmm. you know, just straight energy and vibes, and everyone gets what they want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, and you see. actually come too because <laughs> it's real. Exactly. Oh my goodness, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> so yeah, so it's real, uncut, and mm-hmm. you guys get what you want. Um, so dating in the industry which is very interesting as well, mm-hmm. right? So you just mentioned you guys, it's potential to have chemistry with your partners, yes. like your onset partners. So how is it different from dating a civilian and oh. dating in the industry? Have you dated in the industry? I've done both, yeah. Okay. I've done it, dated them all. Um, <laughs> dating them all. Yes. Dating in the industry uh-huh. is, it's easy because you don't have to explain yourself because he's also going to set and fucking other girls and you're going to set and fucking other guys and so you don't have to like get over that hurdle of like explaining like you know it's just for work i swear like all that stuff so we (laughs) all yeah so that's that's already pushed out of the way and everything but then it's the industry can be such a small pool where you're like it's like high school where you're like well i'm dating him now but the girl that i'm with on set used to date him or this or that like so there's all these like webs yeah. you know like that everyone's fucked everyone everyone's on and off camera there's all this drama and all drama. that stuff and um it's easy because of the line of work we're doing mm-hmm. but um i've never never had like a solid successful like growing like i've learned from that relationship i grew mm-hmm. from it like whatever um I've I do see a lot of very successful ones in the industry to this day where it's like wow you guys found each other in the adult industry wow that's crazy I'm still still trying you know (laughs) sort of thing but and then I dated outside the industry where they're just like they're they have no fucking clue what it's like to be with a sex worker and you just tell them what you want them to know and they're just take it you know and they just have to because you're you're kind of the alpha in the relationship because you're right. the one who's doing porn. You're the one who's busy. You're the one who's always on set. Like, you're this, that, and that. And this guy's just sitting at home waiting for you. Yeah. And then it just becomes this very unbalanced relationship where, like, the guy brings nothing to the table right. at all. And it, it, it's just, it's I don't know, it just becomes really sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, you know, there's times where that work out, but it was, it's very difficult I think and okay, yes it's not for everyone imagine. and um I think my strongest relationships are the ones I've had while when I'm not shooting like currently okay. and stuff like that like uh okay. because I'm more grounded and I'm more available and stuff like that um where I don't have to like convince them that I'm just doing my job right but, like yes I came like 15 times but I'm <laughs> just doing my job I swear you know <laughs> That's a good point. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So taking like me having the time off has built stronger relationships. For okay. Sure. 
Uh, for, at least for me. So you don't want to let go of that. This is where you're at right now. This yeah. is like an interesting and calm part for you right now. Exactly. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome. So, so you're in a relationship right now, but have you ever been on any dating sites and how did that go for you? I was on a dating site probably for one month. Okay. I signed up me and my best friend. Uh, it didn't go well for either of us. <laughs> um, you guys were spotted, huh? Yeah. Uh, I... I got called out a few times the got recognized and, and then like I met up I think I actually met up with just one guy like in, in person and it was a fucking nightmare and that was Tell like me. just take my hundred bucks match.com I'm not doing this again oh <laughs> my, it was match.com this was so long ago like wow. 2011 okay it was a long time so ago. you were still going in the industry and yeah so wow. I, yeah, I wasn't about it. And then um, one time I ended up going on a date with a guy that was trying to make me his sugar baby. Mm -hmm. And I was like, way too independent for that. I was like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> no, I dealt that. with one suitcase pimp. I don't need to deal yeah, with you. Yeah, exactly. So I literally have tried it twice and it just is not my thing. I I need a lot more yes. uh, than a profile or a swipe or whatever. Right. You need more substance. Yeah. So have you ever been called like a have while you were on match.com or the site were you ever called out as like a catfish or anything like that like someone just posing no, to be you no i think this was before catfish was a thing oh. <laughs> they're like it's really now. her <laughs> <laughs> no i honestly i barely remember those days because like i just wasn't into it at all she's like repressed memory yeah. don't want to remember that yeah. <laughs> no it's cool so you're in a happy relationship right now that's all that matters yeah <laughs> okay so why do you think you're able to build the type of fan base that you have now? Since they're like so in touch with you. Um, like so well-rounded. I think, I mean, I think it's just like, I think uh, when I started in 05, it was like before, you know, Twitter and Instagram and everything like that. So people would either be really, in, really infatuated with celebrities or porn stars, like, because there wasn't tiktok stars or youtubers yes, or YouTubers. whatever like all these other people to be interested in so it just was like one or the other or, or your athletes and stuff like that like so people right. are obviously obsessed with those people but being 18 and being like super available and putting myself out there in such a way of just like an open book that people are like they're just like so into it. like they just dive right in because you're not an athlete. You're not a celebrity. You're the, you're a normal girl next door, right. and you're like inviting everyone in mm -hmm. through your open door. So people get like I just I think I came from the era of those times when people would just gravitate towards people way before social media and stuff like that because right. I did porn and I had a personality and I wasn't just another like blow up doll kind of situation yeah. where. I expressed myself and I was, was myself and people related to that more too. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's how you're here now. Yeah. And you guys, your followers are still, you know, trucking behind you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. See? <laughs> hey guys. So it's Ari again with Backdoor Convos and I'm back here with the beautiful Lexi Bell. <laughs> back for some more questions. So she is going to be on stage performing here at Sapphire 39 tonight. Mm -hmm. And it's been two years, like you said. I'm so funny. A long time. You're nervous? Is that what you said? I fall on my face. You're not. You're going to do great. Well, the thing with, you know, being the pandemic is I haven't worn my eight inch heels in, Ooh. I don't know, two years. Yes, because your last costume was pretty amazing. Thank the white you. patent leather. I, made that. I love it. Thank wow. You. 
more ideas for your uh, <laughs> upcoming production of random things that you do. Yeah, I know, right? So you're going to be wearing something cool like that tonight? Or I think, I think should we yeah. Expect them I, I already edgy? forgot what I brought, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, maybe something red. Um, red. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yes. Very nervous from my clumsy feet. Oh, but no. I'm excited. It's been so what long. Are you rooting on for you? I'm like a... <laughs> I'm like one of those, I'm like, a, you ever went to like SeaWorld and when there's the big whale and you get up real close so you're in the wet zone? Yes. I like. <laughs> the wet zone. I like mm -hmm. everyone that's in the front row, like you're going to get touched by me. You're going to be <laughs> that's touched what they want. and groped and I'm, I like to Eskimo kiss everyone and stuff like that. So I'll it's like if up. you're okay. in that front row, you're in the wet zone. <laughs> yes. You're going to be touched. Yeah. You're going to like it. Yeah, awesome. we can't help it. <laughs> no, we don't want you to help it. We just <laughs> let loose. Let us get everything you got. Um, so yeah. So, how was your experience the last time? I love. I mean, I always have the best times coming the best here. Time? They, awesome. It's we it feels like homey, you know, because uh -huh. everyone's like, hi, 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 and like you know, you know, just like the whole layout so well, and just the atmosphere and everything, and I just I love. I just love coming here. It's Sweet. It's always a good time. Like, I'm nervous, mm -hmm. but in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> we'll take good care of you. And we also have a swing now on the catwalk. I saw that. You're going to have some fun on that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, what else could we expect from Lex before we let you go? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I, Any uh, big plans, like, popping back in? and? I mean, there's a part of me that wants to because, like, I'm in that... Like, I don't need to phase, but I want to because I kind of like to show off sometimes mm -hmm. and, you know, get a little cocky where I'm like, I'm back. Like, Still I'm gonna, got it. Yeah. So there's a part of me that, like, I just really miss being on set and shooting scenes or being at the club or whatever. So, like, I come back because I really want to, like, mm -hmm. um, not because I need to. And I think that makes a huge difference in your performance and your aura of like how you, how you present yourself yeah. like that you genuinely want to be here yes. and it shows and that's my favorite part is just like getting really giddy excited as if it's my first time even though mm. it's my it's definitely not <laughs> no it's definitely not you're definitely a champ in the industry <laughs> so yeah so it's so glad it's so great of us to have you tonight yeah, thank, thank you so much for being a great sport and hanging in with us and uh that'll be it for tonight <laughs>